For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today we're talking to Mr. Mullet Man himself, Craig Ingalls. Craig is a Nike professional runner and he runs for Pete Julian here in Portland, Oregon. He's also one of my good friends. We shared the same friend group and he is quite the character. He's well known in the running world for not only his fast running, but also his eccentric personality, mullet, RV and <laughs> many other things. So this was a fun conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into it. All right, we're live. Craig, welcome to the podcast. I feel like you knew I was going to ask you to come on at some point and you were just you were just waiting for the day. Um, welcome on. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, it's actually you waited a little bit too long. You were playing too hard to get Emma <laughs> to where Dang. I almost gave up. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're here now <laughs> uh, to get started. Do you want to just like give a rundown of who you are and what you're about? Um, I guess so. Um, okay, you guys, I'm Craig Ingalls. I run track and field for Nike and the United States of America sometimes. Um, I think I'm more known for my haircut than I am for my running, which is kind of sad because <laughs> it's not a good haircut. <laughs> I think you're known for both, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm working. I'm working for the running part. But uh, yeah, so I live in Portland with Emma and we have like a pretty similar friend group, so we hang out a lot. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for this podcast because a lot of times it's it's awkward, like runners asking kind of weird questions, but I think Emma's going to be fun. <laughs> I mean, it's still going to be a lot about running just because, you know, we don't need to get into too much detail. <laughs> no, we can, we, can, we can go into some non-running questions. and Yeah, for, we, we will, we will. Um, I will say I like your outfit. I, I want that. Is that like a sweater, sweatshirt? This, this Nike shirt? Yeah, that's like cute. I want that. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got the, is that a blanket or is it the fur coat? It's the fur coat per usual. Man, do you only have one of those? Only one. Never been washed since I bought it from a garage sale. So. <laughs> <laughs> maybe at some point I'll, yeah, maybe at some point I'll bring it to a dry cleaner. but Not today. You don't want to ruin it. It's iconic. Yeah. People don't, don't even. People know you for the twenty dollars <laughs> People know you for the for the haircut, a little bit of the running, I guess, and the fur coat. Bingo. 
and maybe an RV or two. <laughs> yeah, wait, do you have the RV? I thought you sold it. So I will forever have my RV with me as it's tattooed on my butt, mm. uh, which recently, that was a recent addition to my body. But I did sell it, which is sad. Um, but I still have another RV, and I think I'm going to get another one and renovate it. Oh, so. man, look at you. And you just bought a house. Congratulations. How's Thank that going? You. You're, you're a true like, businessman. You're, you're killing it. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I, I've been living as a single guy with a $700 car and no other obligations in life. I saved up quite a bit of money since I went pro. So I was actually, it was cool. I was able to buy a house and um, I'm actually renting the house out. And then in the backyard, I converted a little shed into a studio. So that's what I'm doing for a living right now, which is cool. Yeah. Did you uh, see yourself being like a pro runner for the rest of your life until you like retire and then you're going to be done? Or do you see yourself doing something else after that? Dude, I want to go out. Like there's so many runners that they go, they try and go too long. And yeah. then they, 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 they suck. I want to go out when I'm on top in a blaze of glory, you know, like finish the trials, look at the camera, flip it off and say, I'm done with this sport. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that would be a bold move. Hey, you make a name for yourself. You already have, but that would be like a true Craig Ingalls fashion. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, um, I don't know when I'll retire. If Nike doesn't offer me another contract, it'll be soon, but um, yeah, I'll retire. And then I want to work with renewable energy and maybe like converting rvs into like it would be cool so cool one day if tesla had an rv i feel like that will happen one day for sure i know that'd be sick and if if like somehow i got involved with that i know i'm not smart enough or have any sort of resume towards it but that's the dream hey, <laughs> so elon I, musk if you're listening to emma's podcast oh he is he told me dm me he's like i cannot wait for the craig episode i heard he does things with rvs we have that in our future so i'll get i'll like connect you guys later so don't worry that's my guy <laughs> what did you study in college all right emma oh no <laughs> okay so i did study renewable energy for uh, I went to two different colleges. I, I went to um, North Carolina State for two and a half years and studied renewable energy. And then I transferred to Ole Miss um, for my last two and a half years of college. Yes, that's five years for people listening. Um, <laughs> so when I got there, I mean, it's the South. It's, there's literally nothing to do with renewable energy, recycling, or the environment down there. So I studied the most similar thing to that, which is theater. Oh, Craig, what? Yes, I... Were you I on stage little... performing? No, no. I, uh... <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> okay, so I really, I really love theater, but I'm not smart. By okay. Anything, and I couldn't memorize things. Oh, that so is a really big thing to, yeah. about acting. <laughs> I'd have to do a monologue for class, and I couldn't remember more than a minute worth of talking. So then it would just be improv, which I was, which is what I was really good at. Yeah, I feel like that's your forte. <laughs> so if people had seen, like, I would be doing a scene from, like, I Love You, Man, which is one of my favorite movies. Great movie. Great film. And I've seen it probably 50 times and could recite it to you at any time, but I just got nervous. And I would forget what I was supposed to say, so I'd improv. And everyone in there had, been, like, had seen the movie, so they're like, where is this? Called? What, what part of the movie is this from? <laughs> 
I'm confused. Like, what made you go into theater, though? You just like theater? Um, I like theater, but I also like really easy. Th- I, I, when I transferred to <laughs> Ole Miss, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to give running a shot. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to make this as easy as possible. Yeah. And I had, I had like kind of burnt myself out at NC State. I was taking like 19 credit hours. I, I know it doesn't mean much to you. You were on trimesters, but. No, I mean, we still was, took like the fi- normal 15 or whatever was the standard. Yeah. 15, yeah, 15 standards. So it was like, I was taking 19 of like hard chemistry classes and stuff. And I was just burned out with school. That sounds rough. Yeah. Why did you transfer? I transferred too, so. Yeah. Do a lot of people that listen know where you transferred from? Um, I mention it like every so often. I transferred from Vanderbilt to Oregon. Does it make sense? Yeah. No, not at all. But we're just going <laughs> with it. No one in my Vanderbilt dorm understood why I could have possibly tra- like been leaving Vanderbilt to go to Oregon. They're like, why would you ever do that? Because like, I didn't live with athletes. I mean, my roommate was, but our dorm was all like normal people. And the acceptance rate is like 10%. So people were like, why are you going to Oregon? But <laughs> yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even bother trying to explain. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Vanderbilt's cool. So we would have been in the SEC together, Emma and I, if she had stayed. But um, I, I transferred because, well, for a few reasons, but I kept getting hurt my freshman and sophomore year. Mm. And um, I, was, I got in some um, trouble. Oh, no, Craig, no. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, like, ever anything big. Like, it was just dumb things that you do your freshman and sophomore year. So they gave me three strikes, and I hit my third strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh yikes what, which like it, it didn't mean i was off the team they were just going to reduce my scholarship and uh, and i was actually going to quit running i was going to transfer to a college where my friends went it's called i called appalachian state and i was just going to have fun the rest of college but um my high school coach was friends with the old miss coach and and he's like yeah we'll give craig um we'll give craig a partial scholarship and give him one more chance and then from there it was cool yeah well that's <laughs> a big difference than quitting to going to Ole Miss because you guys had like a legendary middle distance group for a while they still do at Ole, but at Ole Miss yeah yeah how was yeah. it there did you get more serious did you stop goofing off absolutely not <laughs> was it like a better balance <laughs> at least I don't know you ended up you ran really well in college obviously I don't know what happened but I think it was just I needed a new beginning Okay. Um, and then when I got to Ole Miss, it's like Mississippi's lawless. You, you could do whatever you want. You could go, like, you could go shoot guns. You could go to, like, have a big bonfire on, like, a dried-up lake bed. You could go mudding. It was just, so like, so much fun to do outdoors. And um, I wasn't in a big city like I was when I was at, in Raleigh. So it was just so much fun being there. And um, the guys were fun. Like, we would, we would party. <laughs> we would have fun. <laughs> Yeah, and like we we take running seriously, but we had yeah, I guess like like you said, we had a better balance. Yeah, that makes sense. And then it must have been a big change coming from that to uh, Oregon to Portland. How have you liked it here so far? <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't really have two more differing states than Mississippi and Oregon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was um, it's good. I mean, it's good seeing. Like people that grew were born and raised in Oregon have only seen like one kind of person their whole life. And I was born in North Carolina, which is kind of the South, and then went to the deep South. And now I'm in like the most liberal state in the country. 
so it's cool like just having different perspectives on everything and um and stuff but it, it's like i think the biggest difference for me was the weather and, oh and really coming to yeah coming to oregon it just rains i mean you know yeah are you used to it now do you like or do you mind the rain i do <laughs> i do <laughs> Like yesterday uh, was one of our first workouts back. Oh, it was, it was just, the weather was so bad yesterday. Yeah, it was just pouring rain. So I just was like, I don't think I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm like, hold on a second. No, it's the Olympic year. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Hey, we still got, well, I guess it's in the calendar calendar year. I don't even know what that means, but yeah, calendar, within the yeah. year. Um. Mm-hmm. So how have you enjoyed like the professional running experience so far? Cause that's probably also different than, <laughs> than your college experiences. Yeah. It's, it's actually weird. Um, a lot of pro teams I see like Bowerman um, and maybe OTC, the coaches are super in, like intrusive in your life. I don't know if that's the right word because it's good. Like they're good. Super coaches. involved. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. Involved. <laughs> intrusive <laughs> mm, could come off bad. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't mean it negatively. I just meant like they want to control every aspect of like the athlete's life. like they want to know every mile the athlete's running and stuff, which is good. Um, But I I joined Pete Julian because he gave me so much freedom. Um, So I actually like, it's crazy. I have more freedom than I do than in college. And like, it seems, I don't know, like college seemed more serious than pro. Really? Yeah, because I mean, I see Pete twice a couple times a week, and the rest of the week it's on my own. And um, I don't know; it's it's a lot more independent and everything. So, in college, you got to meet up and do your core and and go meet up with other guys all the time. And um, I liked all that, but now I have so much freedom where it's kind of easy. Yeah, I feel like you're you're like gone traveling on the weekends. You're you're still living the life that you want to and running professionally, which I feel like a lot of people admire. Yeah, and Pete, thank like thank God for Pete. He's like the perfect coach for that because he likes adventures and stuff too. Yeah, that's crazy. What's like, what's been the highlight of your pro career so far? Uh, definitely beating the reigning Olympic champion. I think his name's like Matthew or something. (laughs) <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i so much respect for matt but um it was it was winning winning outdoor usa's last year um uh, was so cool uh, and i don't think i'll ever forget that <laughs> yeah there's some iconic pictures after that race too i was there watching supporting you obviously and it was it was fun to watch you do so well and you were so excited yeah it was fun and and just like i, my, I mean one of my favorite parts is interacting with the fans so afterwards it was so cool just running around the stadium yeah. taking thousand selfies <laughs> gosh like it is so funny to go to a running meet and see how much people like fanboy over you people <laughs> Craig, people are obsessed with you why do you think that is like is it the mullet is it the rv is it the, <laughs> the fur coat what is it you're making me blush emma <laughs> You're hey, it's true every well, <laughs> i mean every time i go anywhere they're like oh craig ingles craig craig where's craig we're gonna go find craig so i actually have no idea why they like me <laughs> i'm like thank yeah, god me neither me. <laughs> me neither i'm like why do you want to find him <laughs> i honestly think it's just because like i'm stupid <laughs> Like I do, I, I just do dumb things and people are like, oh, okay, you can be carefree and run well. Yeah. I, 
I think it's because of the personality. Like you, I feel like you aren't afraid to speak your mind. And I feel like, even though, I mean, I wouldn't say you're like the most active on social media or whatever, but like every time you post something, it's like iconic, you know? <laughs> like what was the last thing? Gosh, I wish I had my phone. It's like charging over there. But the last thing you posted, it was like some like 12th in the world or something, number one in your mom's heart. Bingo. <laughs> How do you come up with like ca- like how did you even come up with that caption? I'll be honest, I <laughs> this is okay. I saw Carissa post about Doha for like it was one year ago. I'm like, oh crap, I haven't posted in a while. I'll, I'll post about this, and I <laughs> went to go sit down to go to the bathroom, and it was the first thing that popped into my mind when I saw the photo, and I just posted it. <laughs> See, I feel like that's why people like you though, because it's like you're genuinely funny. You know, it's not like forced. <laughs> It's not cringe. Gosh. <laughs> I mean, that made me laugh. I was like, oh, Craig. Like, it's just a, such a typical Craig post, you know? I know. I was thinking, though, I'm like, okay, when am I, when is it, like, inappropriate to say your mom? <laughs> just, like, that, that phrase, your mom? Because I'm like, I'm 26 years old now. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I feel like 30 is the cap. Like, once you reach that, that three zero, I feel like that's when you got to, you know, tone it back. You're becoming yeah, yeah. an adult. At least that's what I tell myself. You know, I have six more years. Ooh. <laughs> what, make what your mom Rogan jokes. Have? Rogan's oh. going to be made. <laughs> Rogan's almost done. Rogan is our friend, um, Craig's former roommate. So he, he makes quite a few your mom jokes. So. And, and Emma should for sure have him on this podcast. He wants to come on so bad. Everyone does. <laughs> They're like, let's have a group podcast. I'm like, I don't think that would be okay. Like, I really don't think. <laughs> I'm like selective. I'm like, okay, Craig, Carissa, Jeremy, maybe. No, I don't know about Jeremy. Sorry, Jeremy. I know Jeremy listens to this. Shout out, Jeremy. Um, I'll I'll have everyone on at some point, maybe. But there will be some ground rules. Yeah. yeah. So well, we need to have a plan. Have, yeah. We have a good friend group, but very inappropriate friend group. Yeah. Very inappropriate. Not, <laughs> not good to come on a podcast. <laughs> Do you, do you need, like, the social aspect in your life to run well, do you think? For sure. Yeah. I feel like it's just a thing that's overlooked. Like, I don't know how people can run well without, like, training by themselves or not having things to talk about outside of running. I, it drives me insane. <laughs> I mean, our friend groups are, are it's like, all washed-up runners, kind of. So, I mean, and you have the few elite ones <laughs> still in there. But uh, yeah. there's, like, things that we talk about outside of running but yeah i am popping into today's episode because i want to tell you guys about the amazing meal i made last night my green chef box was delivered last night and i cooked up the best beef butternut squash chili it was so good and they are sponsoring today's episode green chef is a usda certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle with green chef it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you love to cook and that's what i love about them every single week you know they make it easy to try new recipes meal plans include vegan vegetarian paleo and keto and this past week i decided to go for the paleo box and it did not disappoint it is so good the meal was so filling and let green chef do the meal planning grocery shopping most of the prep for you week after week recipes include pre-made measured sauces dressings and spices so you get more flavor in less time which i love you know i'm on a time crunch at all times since i'm putting out so much content so i love how ingredients come pre-measured perfectly portioned and mostly prepped makes it easy 
Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh and I like to switch between brands for when my taste change or I just wanna eat a little bit differently. Go to greenchef.com slash coldbrew80 and use code coldbrew80 to get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. That's greenchef.com slash coldbrew80, code coldbrew80 to get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. You know, I actually, like you asked a question earlier about pro running. I had, I think I had infinitely more fun running in college than I do now. <laughs> Wait, why? I mean, like, what, why? Wow, that was like, a huge when, shift. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, you were. Th- I was just thinking about it, but um, like it's now a job for me where yeah. I feel like I have to live up to these things in my contract, and it's about the money. Um, whereas in college, it was really just about your teammates, and st- I mean, still, like you're worried about your scholarship and stuff, but you're worried way more about your teammates than like performing for your school. Whereas now, it's a it's like a job, and I feel obligated to do all these things, and um. I don't know. It's just, it's so strange now being a professional runner and it's, it's really all about money. Yeah. Yeah. Now that like big money, I guess in the running world, big money, that's just big really... money in the running world is not much money by the way. <laughs> yeah. But once that like comes on the line, it's really about the business side of things. I mean, I worked with a track agent, like I kind of know what goes on behind the scenes, I'm not a professional runner and I don't have a contract, but I can kind of see what, happens when like it comes to injuries or people like it's crazy that like you guys have to race a certain amount of times a year even in this past year like I was talking to someone else and she had to like drive down to Springfield to race a 5k randomly in the middle of like COVID to make sure her contract was like good to go I don't even know what the right terms are but it's just I'm sure it's like a lot more stressful than colleges even though you do have to perform for your school like once the big money, big money is involved, then it gets really <laughs> stressful. Yeah, I guess it's way more, right now it's way more extrinsic. And like in college, it's all about like doing well intrinsically. Yeah. So, Do you yeah. find money motivates you at all or no? I mean, I guess like it, it did until I bought a house. And now I'm like, all right, I'm chilling. I don't, what else do I need more in life, you know? And, and some, so many people get caught up in money and like, hoarding money and stuff so um i try i try not to make running about money but sometimes <clears throat> like i'll choose a race where there's a higher prize i don't know it, it's kind of it's kind of crappy like where this is where human humanity is gone it's just all about money yeah like i'm i'm curious when you're coming down the home stretch of like a diamond league race are you thinking about money like you're picking people off you're like another 2k like what what do you think about <laughs> absolutely that absolutely not I'm I'm thinking, how am I going to beat this 18 year old Norwegian guy that I've <laughs> that I have eight years on and I still have never beat <laughs> him or his ten brothers that are also side by side. And then maybe when I'm done, I'll do like a little bit of math. I'm like, okay, yeah, I lost a couple thousand dollars thinking about Jacob being a person down the home stretch and getting caught by other people. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny do have you like talked to him before like are you guys homies i feel like you guys would get along yeah. low-key yeah he's chill um i actually kind of like there's a part of me that feels bad for him where like literally his whole life has been running and oh yeah i don't see i never see anything else besides running from him and like we talked in um we were in sweden and, and after um a race we talked and 
like first off he doesn't follow me on social media Ooh, with that? which i don't care i don't care about but he like brought up he's like yo you're really into like camping and stuff right and i'm like you don't follow me how do you know this bro he stalks you he's stalking his competition <laughs> so i was thinking i'm like damn i kind of feel bad like this guy all he care all he cares about is running it's like maybe he wants like a life outside of it like he wanted to talk about camping and stuff and i was like Oh, you should take him camping. <laughs> yeah, me and Jacob. Bring his dad too. His dad. You guys could yeah. train together like a little training camp <laughs> in the RV. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I think I told you. I forgot who I was telling. Um, have you watched the TV show of their family on YouTube? I have. I've seen a few episodes. It's pretty good. It's like yeah. keeping up with the Kardashians. It really is. I'm, I like have watched all of the seasons. I'm very intrigued. I saw them last now year. Speak Norwegian. <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Um, <laughs> I was at pre classic last year and I like saw them and I kind of got starstruck, which I don't usually do, but I was like, Oh my gosh, like I've watched them. Now I understand why people like fan fanboy over people I guess because I was like oh my gosh like there's their little family and I wanted to go like ask them for an interview or like talk to them at least but I got so nervous like that dad is so so intimidating to me yeah he's scary (laughs) (laughs) after watching the YouTube videos I was like oh man but um would do you think your kids one day will run will you push them like the Angry Brits and dad absolutely not I'm not I'm not going to one cross country meet. I don't want my kid I want my kid playing tennis where I can just sit in the stands and drink a beer where I don't have to move and run around a cross country course or something. Yeah. It's like or, rough being a spectator. I kinda of feel bad for all my parents who had to like run more miles on the day of the race than I did. Yeah. Yeah, my my parents had a funny learning curve about running like um I don't think they knew much about running till I was a senior in college. So I would go to a meet when I was in college and run like maybe like four, four minutes for 1500. And they'd be like, that's great. You almost broke four minutes. Oh, <laughs> and I'm, yeah. like, it's a, yeah, I'm like, it's the first time it's a 1500. But now my dad will call me and be like, did you see the news on the, the marathon? He broke two hours. His pace was this. And it was like, bef- like before I even knew anything. It's so funny. Like my parents are more into running than I am. Yeah, so well, maybe. of course, they're, like, invested in you, and I'm sure now they're invested in – like, it's your job. They have to be invested in the news. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's cool. So, I mean, I'll be open if my kid wants to run, but I'm never going to push them to run. <laughs> uh, how did you get into running then if, you, if your parents didn't know anything about it? It's just like a kind of a – I mean, I guess everyone kind of runs growing up. I feel like at least at some point in everyone's life, they – Dabbled in cross country. I hear that from everyone. Oh, oh, you ran? I ran. <laughs> I ran in high yeah. school. <laughs> me yeah, too. I, I ran 10 minutes for a mile. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, man, me too, one time. <laughs> um, I guess, so So I played soccer my whole life growing up. Mm. Um, and there was like a time where in high school where I, I like kept getting in trouble. So I got kicked Craig, off the soccer you're so team. mischievous. I know, dude. I got kicked off the soccer team. I think it was either sophomore or junior. I've like told the story so many times now that I don't know it's true. Um, but I got kicked off the team, and I didn't want my parents to know why I was coming home early. So I joined the track team. Stop. And, and then, like, all of a sudden, I was—I mean, like, I was doing high jump or something. I think I jumped five feet. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not. No. <laughs> 
Um, so I just found myself at track practice and, um, I think in middle school, I ran like 220 something for the 800. And I told the coach and he's like, well, let's just try out in the 800 then. And in that season, I think I broke two minutes. And then the next year it was like 152. And then, you know, it was just, it was like crazy. Cause yeah, I had that's this- a huge improvement. Those are massive improvements. What? <laughs> it was, it was bizarre. I had, I had a really good coach. He, um, he's like basically like a college professional coach right now. I'll actually, I'll plug him. He he uh he has like a virtual coaching thing called Run CCG. I, I oh maybe. that's yeah no that sounds super familiar. I've definitely seen them on Instagram. Yeah, they'll come up on Explore all the time. But him and his buddy um, just coach a bunch of high schoolers and like post collegiate guys and girls. So um, he, I mean he was uh, he was my high school coach, which is crazy. But he would coach the best guys in the state, and. Uh, he just got me from, I think he got me from like 440 in the mile down to 403 in two years. <laughs> it, and then, oh my yeah, gosh. So then I was like, okay. He, then he was like, okay, you're going to run in college. Like, and it's just yeah. been this dominoes thing. Like, That's a big success story. <laughs> 37 <Kinda>. seconds? <laughs> hey, but look at where you're at now. I mean, it has its up and downs, I guess, but. Um, yeah. Okay, you don't remember me in high school, but I remember you so like vividly in my mind. I remember, I, I don't even know, if, we probably never even had a conversation. But the first time I remember seeing Craig Engels was at Brooks PR, I think, uh, what year did you graduate? What year did you go to Brooks PR? Um, it was maybe 2012. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 2012 Brooks PR, it was in Seattle, and we were on this thing called a duck tour, which is... <laughs> which is like this boat thing that goes on land and in the water. So we like toured around the city of Seattle and this guy was like sitting in front of me and he was nonstop talking to this girl next to him. And I was like, who is this guy? Like you, I don't think you ever took a breath. I'm not going to lie. And I was like, and I don't know why that so vividly sticks out in my mind, but that's the first time I remember seeing you. I was like, who is this guy? And then now it's funny. The guy was me relentlessly hitting on a girl. Yes. You were relentless. To the, I was like, oh, the girl was like, you know, she said things now and again. But I was like, oh, man, this guy's trying so hard. And I was like, I was like oh. 15 at the time just observing. I mean, you're a couple years older. So I was like, this is so funny to watch. And you, you were directly in front of me. It was so funny. But that's, I, yeah, it's man. It was iconic. <laughs> what was your um, favorite? What was your favorite high school experience? Because there's a lot of high schoolers that are listening, and they're always curious to see, like, what – I feel like our time in high school is so different compared to, like, now in high school. But do you have yeah. any, like, fun experiences that stick out in your head? They're probably filming, like, TikToks and stuff at track meets while we were pulling – like, my, we were pulling pranks on other teams when we were at track meets. Um, uh, I think my, my – I mean, all my favorite memories are relays. And that's yeah. what my favorite memories from college are too. So the four by eight in, in high school, in high school, and like cross country, um, were so much fun. So I guess like pre-race dinners in cross country were the funnest. You know, and, and, and those the are guys standard that, pasta yeah. nights. We love it. <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine what they do now. They just get kids up with their phones because. I, I don't know. I don't eat it. <laughs> no, well, we well we didn't have our phones, so like I don't even know what we did. Like, how do we even stay occupied? Yeah, because like social media wasn't even really a thing. Man, that's crazy to think about. 
but um yeah so the best the best memories were definitely the four by eight and then uh that brooks pr meet would have been the best if if that girl had flirted back with me stop <laughs> if it had been a success yeah i no, think you need to you need to so, work on your skills a little bit it needed some fine-tuning but i wasn't gonna jump in and you know say anything i was just gonna let it ride geez. out so <laughs> geez that's so cringy um yeah. I think, but, but one of my best memories was, uh, it was called the Dream Mile. Oh, I never made it. I was like 0.2 seconds off making it my senior year in like some Dream Mile qualifier. And it was literally the saddest day of my life. <laughs> it always looked like so yeah. much fun, man. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, um, I don't know how I got invited. Like my PR in a mile was like five seconds slower than everyone. Oh. I think I, I had just, I had just won, I um, won the pin relays like barely. So I oh. think they invited me because of that. But I, I made a lot of friends there. Like um, we're uh, Maddie Myers, I met there and we're still like, she's part of our friend group now. We're still friends. And um, Sam Parsons was there. It was, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So, so I think that was one of my best memories because um, it felt so cool. It was like, I was a senior in high school and I got to travel to New York alone and um, Adidas gave everyone like, two thousand dollars worth of gear yeah it was great it was it was really cool sorry to yeah. rub it in <laughs> no no it's okay i mean i knew i knew like a bunch of people that had gone so like and obviously i was like watching videos and stuff i was so jealous but i've gotten over it now you know sometimes i go to bed at night and i'm a little sad about it <laughs> no but i will i will agree like my favorite i feel like my favorite memories overall out of like my running career we're kind of in high school because it was so different than just like the standard like dual meet like oh someone's gonna fly you out to like Seattle or like going to NXN or something like oh you get to go to Oregon you get so much free stuff like free stuff was the yeah. best thing ever everyone gets so excited over free stuff and I feel like <laughs> there's like so many weird friendships too come out of those meets because everyone's an individual so everyone just kind of shows up and like no one knows each other because social media wasn't really a thing so it's like you knew like people ran fast and maybe you saw interviews, but you didn't actually know what they were like. So it was That's fun. So true. Yeah, it was like fun to see people's personalities and see who you like clicked with because you didn't know anyone. So yeah. Wow, that's crazy to think how strange it is. Like how much things have changed. I know the run. But, the running world is so small. I feel like it's like yeah. what I feel like I made memories in high school, and it's like oh, we're all still buddies. You like see where everyone goes to college, and then you're still somehow run into them <laughs> later down the yeah. road yeah who are um your yeah, best friends in the running scene would you say who are my best friends yeah um well okay so i train with donovan brazier and eric jenkins and i'm the closest with those guys uh we spend so much time together that it's hard not to be yeah uh, God, then, i feel like that would be such a funny trio <laughs> yeah Eric, Eric Jenkins is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. He if actually is. I, yeah. I, want, I need to get him on the podcast because, I mean, we were only together at Oregon for, I don't know, like five months, six months or something. But every yeah. time him and like Johnny Gregoric and Daniel Wynn came around, I was like, I can't be by you guys because I am, I literally die of laughter every time they're <laughs> together. I'm like, how, how are you so clever? I don't understand. I know. And they're so witty. But Eric, Eric has this like, it's a, he's like a superhero where his abil his superhero ability is to match anyone's humor. Oh so, man. So, uh, so you like, can get along with anyone. Right. Rather it's like entry level level humor where it's like your mom jokes, which is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, or like a Harvard grad 
like he could make anyone laugh. It's so funny. Uh, but 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 Johnny Gregoric is also one of my favorite people in the in the running world. He's yeah. Great. Have you um? I'm sure you've seen the Ricky Roxford rap music video. Ricky Roxford. I've it, been trying okay. to convince him to make one since I joined this team. Oh, okay. You guys should make one together. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. When, when we're when we're at camp. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Um. <laughs> If you haven't watched Ricky Roxford, aka Eric Jenkins, it's his plug it alter ego. Go on YouTube right now and t- just type in Ricky Roxford, and he'll come up. It's honestly, the, I feel like it's so underrated. I don't. I feel like people haven't seen it. I'm like, how have you not seen this? It's iconic, and it like wasn't plug really bad. He, he kind of had bars. Oh, link will be in the show notes for sure. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so go go check it out. <laughs> It's so funny, gosh. He's good. He's really good. Yeah. Why is he like? Why hasn't Ricky Roxford come back? Does he talk about it at all? I so I've been trying. So Donovan's actually really good at fast rapping. Oh, like he, it's great. Bars. Bars. And, and then there's Eric, who's really good at actually rapping. And then there's me, who is not good at anything. <laughs> so wait, but I, I but so I want to be in charge of the music video. That's my whole thing. I want. That's what I was thinking. Stuff. You do like the design, design mm-hmm. like set design. You could probably film too. Yeah, so it'd be it would be fun. Maybe one of these times when we go to Phoenix for training camp, we'll come back with a music video. Please, please do. I want to be probably, entertained by that. Yeah, it'll be just as good as Old Town Road. Yeah, I'll bet it could probably go viral. <laughs> <laughs> it has potential. <laughs> just make sure to clickbait the titles on YouTube and then yeah, give it some potential. Olympian world medal. <laughs> <It's> so great. <laughs> okay, well, um, who is it? Sandy Morris and is it Noah Lyles? Yep. Have like a song together. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. See, you guys just got to start a thing. They've got like the what is it? Country. Country pop. Yeah, I think Sandy sings country, and then Noah does sing like or rap. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, you need to bring it all together and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like let's start a little music scene in the running world. Oh my gosh, that would be so cringe. Yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> Taking a break from the podcast really quick to talk to you guys about an awesome product called Care of. Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. All of Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Care-of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each one of their products. And your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. I love it. And I love how personalized it is because you take Care-of's in-depth five-minute online quiz that asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns. And they help address your specific wellness goals. It's like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist without leaving your house. For me, living in Portland, vitamin D was one of the ones that was definitely recommended to be in my packet of vitamins because the sun doesn't shine here very much in the winter. So it's cool to see how personalized the vitamins are for you and your lifestyle and your wellness goals. So go check it out. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code coldbrew50. So to get 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code coldbrew50. Okay, to end the podcast, I have some listener questions for you. 
and we're gonna go through them. I feel like you can How already. Did they, get... what? How did they send you these? Is this on Instagram? Yeah, it was on Instagram through Convos Over okay, Cold so Brew. Ninety-five percent of these are about my hair. Yes, I just was about okay. to say. I feel like you already know what these are gonna be about. Okay. And then five percent of them are how do I get better at running? <laughs> yes, that's the other five percent. Um, okay. <laughs> well, to start off, no surprise here. Why the mullet? Honestly, bro, I don't know who asked this, but I don't know. But I love it now. And don't are you growing me. it out? It kind of looks like if you're watching on video, you're you're kind of growing it out. Oh, it's coming it's, back. It's coming back a little bit. Um, it's nice sometimes in my off season to not have a mullet so that I, my girlfriend doesn't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jenny would like the mullet. She probably would, but I still sometimes want to try and look good. I know I, you know, it probably doesn't work, but <laughs> um, okay. So the mullet, I guess I, I, I was at Ole Miss and I thought it'd be funny. And every, we all there just had like stupid facial hair and haircuts and, and I went with them. I guess there's there's people that all miss that have mullets before me. It's just I got lucky, I guess, or whatever, with the social media world and people caught on to mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like you can grow a really good mullet, and you've got like the handlebar stash too to go along with it. So it's like the look, you know. It's the look. <laughs> people strive for it now. Like you'll see little copycats out there running around, little Craig Ingalls. Yeah, they make a, you feel good. Tagged. You're like, I am the mullet man. I know a lot of parents hate me because of it. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're, like, every once in a while I'll get a message on Instagram. It's like, hey, my kid cut their hair into a mullet because of you. And I'm like, okay, are they mad? I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like what is, I don't know the intention of this, of this yeah. DM. Um, okay, next question. How do you keep running fun? Oh, that's <laughs> bad. Honestly, my my biggest tip for keeping running fun is um, well, so my biggest thing with uh, running is racing is like the only fun part for me. Uh, obviously, after some workouts, you feel accomplished, and after some runs, you're like, "That was great!" Like, um, I feel so healthy, you know. But I I really only care about racing and competing. And a lot of people get so caught up in times and racing for times and PRs and like records and stuff that they forget like the whole point of running is to beat people. So the way I keep running fun is whenever I'm doing a race or a workout, it's like, I don't care about the times. I just want to beat people. Um, And and in a race, like when, like maybe who cares if you don't PR, but you, you win these races and that's where you start getting your confidence from. You're like, okay, I can beat this person who ran this time afterwards when you're reflecting and you're like, all right, next race, maybe I'll run faster, but I'm just going for the win. So that's yeah. how I, that's like, yeah, that's like the most fun part for me is winning races, not running fast times. I feel like that's what makes you and people, I always bring this up, but people like Nikki Hiltz, really good athletes on like the world scene is because a lot of it has to do with one, I mean, you have to qualify out of, like, the U.S. to make it to the world spots. And then it's, like, all about getting through the rounds until you get to the last one, obviously the final. But I feel like that's what makes you guys successful in that sense is, like, focusing on the competing rather than only running fast. Because at the end of the day, like, winning the race is more important than running a fast time. I mean, it's nice to, like, get, what, American records in the process or whatever, but it really only matters – you come out number one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I don't I don't know. It yeah. <laughs> there were so many guys when at the world championships last year that had better PRs and had run faster than me, but they didn't make the final. Yeah, it's that's what happens. Yeah. Do you get nervous before races or are you like calm, cool, and collected? I mean everyone gets nervous. If you don't get nervous, you're I don't understand, but I get super nervous, but I pretend not to be. For just then then I'm in my competitors' heads. Oh, okay. Well, you just gave away your secrets, so Jakob, yeah, if you're uh, listening to this, that was a lie, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm like Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon, Jakob, who else? I don't even know. Um, okay, next question. Is like being a professional runner what you expected it to be? Yeah. It's pretty boring. <laughs> It's pretty boring. Like, l- luckily, I have a lot of stuff to fill my time with, like working on RVs and stuff. But, like, you you really do just a lot of sitting around. <laughs> Got to recover. I know, I, it's yeah. is people have said it's like uh, college, but without the school. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so you have to so find actually, ways to I, fill I, your time. Yeah. So I'm actually taking classes um, to get a master's degree right now, just because it's so boring. <laughs> Wow, like, you're like, opting to go to school right now. Yeah, I mean, so many people just get caught on Netflix and, like, all, watching all this stuff. And I'm like, dang, they're just wasting their time. So I'm, I'm, getting, I'm trying to get a master's degree while instead of, you know, popping the TV on when I come home. Yeah, that's why you see there's – there's a few professional runners out there that are, like, doing business things behind the scenes. Yeah. Because, one, you need to do that, like, for your post – running career self so that you set yourself up with something but also it's a lot more productive than watching netflix than watching yeah, netflix, like you said um what is a career low for you that's funny it's brooks pr this my career low i got last i got I last ones okay yeah also the girl but that race is i mean that race is brutal kind of i mean it's in the, it's like in february well, it used to be. Yeah. It was so, it, it, it's a, I mean, it's a lot of things, but it was my first time ever flying alone. Oh. Um, and I remember it was March Madness. And so I was sitting in the airport and I went to a bar just to watch March Madness and I didn't know how flights worked. So I <laughs> show up at the time that the plane was supposed to leave because I thought that's what time it boarded. Oh. And I missed my flight. <laughs> Oh no! And I, I had no friends. Like most people, I you guys all knew each other somehow. Everyone knew each other there. But I show up and I don't know anyone. And um, in the race, my shoe comes untied, so I got last place, and I was just so sad. But it was cool. I'm sorry, I, got, I, shouldn't, I, was, I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> I got last too. How am I even laughing? I literally got last place. I got wait. I got last in 2012. I got last in 2012. <laughs> you and I both got last. Wait, what race did you run? The mile. The two mile. I ran the two mile and got last place. Oh man, look at we're bonding. Last placers right here. Man, we're really good. <laughs> Maybe that's why Brooks didn't want to sign me. Oh, there's some tea there. Gosh, that's funny. That's yeah. It was that's like an embarrassing one to get last at too because it's like oh man, you shouldn't have been invited. Like you're a loser. Yeah. And you walk around with your head. <laughs> Your head's low in the Dempsey. You're yeah. like, oh. But I guess those lows are like what helps you get better at running. I don't know. Well, you have to have the lows to have the high ones. Yeah, that's what everyone always says. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be nice. It'd be nice to not have the lows. 
<laughs> yeah, why do we all have to have the lows? It sucks. I don't want to get last. It's not fun. <laughs> have you gotten the last? Um, how many times have you got last in your life? I think that's it. Oh, man. That's pretty good. Only one last yeah. place? Well, that's what, that's what I mean since I always race for place. Yeah. So at least then, you're on last. <laughs> yeah. I actually almost got last in Monaco, but a guy, this is, was this year. It was, it was a couple of months ago. I knew I was in, almost last, and a guy was on my shoulder, so I like, gave everything I had just to like lean at the line to get second to last. Hey, you didn't want to add another last place tally on your resume. Oh, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last question for you. We got to end it on a high note, not career lows. Yeah. What what do you want to accomplish in your running career? Um, running wise, I um, obviously I'd love to make the Olympics next year, which is supposed to be this year. And then my my biggest goal when I got into running was, was to be the fastest clean American ever in the fifteen hundred. I mean, it's still my goal, but. Um, <laughs> There's gonna be a shot fired right here. Right now, the American the American record is set at 3:27. Okay. But by someone who failed a drug test. Oh. Um, I'm sure the people listening know who that is. And and like, I'm just, it's just crazy to me that you can fail a drug test and still. I don't know. So my so the clean the clean record is 3:29, and I'd love to run 3:29 in the 15. Okay, that's but, a great goal. But obviously. Yeah, which which is like which is great right now because one I don't care about times, but right now Tim Chariot runs three twenty nine in every race. So if I could just hop on him in one race, it's easy, Craig. Like I don't understand why you haven't done it already. It's if he does it, he's like your pacer. So just pick a race and do it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess those are my two goals. But I, I um I would also love to like see the sport change to where, um, you know, more people can have funding to run, right? Because right now it's like the top athletes are paid and then everyone else is struggling to make teams and stuff because, they, I don't know, you know, it, it kind of sucks in that way. So it would be cool if we could, like, change the business model where sponsors want to help out, like, you know, people that may make it one day or may not. Yeah. I've talked to – I mean, I've had people on the podcast and we've talked about, like, the – business model behind professional running and how it's pretty rough out there for those that are at the top. Do you have any ideas of like what the running world can do to kind of help <laughs> that? Um, I don't really know. Like I have ideas. It'd be way better to talk about them over a beer because then I start rambling. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to talk <laughs> about it over this podcast. I, but I think most of it's about, making the sport more interesting and that like that's kind of the reason that i am the way i am with my like figure or whatever yeah your brand is because because like mcgregor no one really cared about ufc until mcgregor came along and like now people really love it that didn't care about it at all so if there, if there could just be people in running that are interesting and, and their short story can be shared like if nbc or whoever covers it flow track whatever it is can talk more about the stories and these weird stats that like they say in the NFL that interest people. They don't care about anything else. Yeah. That's just Th goes just beyond the running of certain times or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. There, there's just gotta be a lot more stuff than that. And right now there's so like people love focusing on the negatives of running and like, 
<clears throat> I know there's people out there that are dirty, but I, like, I don't care that much. Like I still want to beat them if they're dirty. Yeah. So it's, it's instead of like bashing everyone in the sport, we just need to like be better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I feel like you're making a huge impact in that already. So hopefully people can follow in your footsteps. You're an icon <laughs> in the running world. Um, <laughs> okay well i'm sure people want to follow you now after this interesting podcast hearing more about you where can they follow you at um <laughs> you guys don't need to follow me i'm not that interesting no follow craig <laughs> he has some good ig posts <laughs> um yeah if you got and if you guys have questions i try and respond to dms that are interesting um i used to respond to every single dm and it was it was it was a lot of work so but I'll, I'll respond to some good ones if you guys ask some interesting questions. All right. What's the handle? <laughs> Craigathor. <laughs> All right. Anything else they should follow you on or is, that, is the IG good enough? That's it. I deleted my Twitter um, just in case I had ever said anything like remotely offensive. I know yeah. I was getting like, like who, I had a Twitter when I was like 13 years old and I'm sure I said some bad stuff. Yeah. So I deleted that it. That makes sense. <laughs> So go on the IG, follow Craig on there. Craig, thank you for coming on. This was a fun episode. And I think people are going to be excited to watch this next year and see you run that uh, 329. Yeah. We and win the Olympics. And win the Olympics, yeah. yeah. Easy. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks for coming on again. Can we get a good old peace out, fellas, to end the podcast? Is that what I'm supposed to say? Peace yeah, out, fellas. Yeah, you say peace out, fellas. Peace out. Peace out, fellas. Buy some merch. Follow me on IG. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Commas Over Cold Brew. It's always, it's always a fun time talking to Craig. I hope you guys liked the episode. It was a little different than the other ones, but honestly, I found it very interesting. So, Thank you to Nicholas H. for supporting the podcast. I give one of my supporters a shout out in each episode. It's really easy to support through the Anchor platform. The link is in the show notes, and it really helps keep this podcast going, and I appreciate every single one of you. If you want a free way to support, rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts helps me so, so much, and I just love reading through your guys' reviews. It's so fun to see that you guys are enjoying the podcast so much, and if you want to be up to date or ask listener questions, go follow Combos Over Cold Brew Pod on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will hear from you guys in the next one. Peace out, fellas. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.